Hey guys, Dan and Cannon here. Cannon, are you going to the Fence Workers Association's uh, fence show? Oh, you better believe it. And I'm going to get in for free, Dan, and I'm going to tell you how you can get in for free, too. Hey, just click that link below the show and enter code MFL50. That's MFL50, Dan. We'll get three days free admission to the exhibit floor to the Fence Show and Security Expo, Las Vegas, Nevada, August 2023. Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. Yo! Hey guys, tonight we got a great guest. We got Zach Payton back with us again. He's kind of become a regular. Hey, Zach Payton is from Superior Fence and Rail. He's one of the largest in the business. He has 86 locations across about 30 states. We think Zach tonight, I can't wait to hear this. He's going to share his economic outlook and what he thinks that we can expect from the fencing industry over the next several months. How are leads? Is the phone ringing? How about the supply chain, commodity pricing? What's normal in the world of fence right now? Dan, I can't wait to hear it, dude. I can't wait. Hey, guys, what is up, fence fam? Welcome to the realest and the baddest fence show on the planet. Just to make it official, the date today is Wednesday, October the 26th, and the time is 6.36 p.m. Central Daylight Standard Time. Hey, guys, this show is for you. This show is for us. We call it My Fence Life. And if you're living the fence life, you understand just how real that can be. And if you like the show, do us a favor. Tell your fence friends about the show. Woo! That's a lot to say already, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, also, just so you know, there's three shows a week. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, There's a new one I just heard about today called Overcast. Any kind of podcast platform, My Fence Life is there. Whatever you want to listen to, we're there. Hey, guys, my name is Kenneth Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company in Medina, Tennessee. We do all things fence with a stronghold in the residential market and a growing focus on gate automation and commercial fencing. And this is my co-host, my good old buddy, old pal, Dan Blanc. Look at him. Dan, your hair is looking good, bro. I like, I like what you're doing with it. Yeah, I had it done before the show. <laughs> hey, Dan is who we call the Fence King from Mandeville, Louisiana, also called the Swamp Butt Capital of the World. And I always got to put that on there because he freaking loves it. <laughs> hey, the Fence King is known for its beautiful wood fence and providing privacy, security, and peace of mind since 1999. And hey, guys, together, this is our show. My yeah. fence life. Everybody here. Everybody here. Let's get into it. Get started. Come on. Get started. Come on. Get started. Get started. Let's get started. Let's get it started. Woo wee. Good job, Dano. Thank you, man. Practiced. <laughs> hey, guys, we got three rules to the show. We're going to talk bourbon, we're going to talk beer, and we're going to talk business. So, Cannon, what kind of beer are you drinking over there, buddy? Whew, Dano, hey, this is not normal, bro. I've got a Keystone Light. Never really had this before. This is made by the Coors Brewing Company, the same people who make those silver bullets. And I've got to say, man, this is probably a little bit better. It's a light beer. It's got a lot of flavor, kind of hoppy. Um, it might smell bad tomorrow, if you know what I mean. But it's good tonight. I like it. Keystone Light. It's a real affordable beer. Thank you, Keystone. What about you, Dano? Man, I'm drinking uh, Rabbit Hole by Cave Hill. It's one of my go-tos. I love it. Great, great, great whiskey, uh, bourbon, whatever you want to call it. Um, might break the pocketbook, as some people would say, the wallet, but <laughs> it's good stuff, man. So, but uh, everybody, whatever you're sipping on, let's go ahead, put it in the comments. Yeah. Let's see it. We want to know what you're sipping on. And uh, while y'all are doing that, Cannon, let's, uh, we talked about the bourbon, we talked about the beer. Let's get down to business. All right, Dano. Hey, guys, we're coming to you live tonight from the Southwest Automated Security Studio. It's your one-stop shop for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more with 19 locations. Dano, Southwest Automated Security will get the products that you want to your doorstep fast. Visit southwest.com. 
Who else we got, Dano? Uh, we got Expert Staining Seal. You know them, you love them. 18 different odor-free flavors with a three-year mm-hmm. warranty. Not a lick of back brushing. My uh, Tennessee buddy wrote that part, guys. It's the finest product on the market, and your employees can't mess it up. And it's available at a fence supplier near you. Expert Staining Steel, uh, professional wood care. Click the link in the description. Find a dealer. Find a calendar events. My salesman. The absolute best way to save your company money, my salesman. Get tire kickers out of the way as quick as possible. Sign up for a free 60-day trial at mysalesman.com. Let Rachel know. Let Kelsey know that Dan, letting them know that Canon sent you. No promo codes, just a whole lot of money saved. I like that 60-day trial, man. <clears throat> Let's not forget about our friends over at D&D Technologies, the name brand and gate hardware, the creator of the Magnolatch, and the shut it badass hinge. If it isn't, if it doesn't say D&D, it's not badass. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software. Get your free 14-day trial today at jobnimbus.com. Dan, you can be more profitable. You can be more efficient. You can be more organized. Job Nimbus, making contractors look like heroes. Visit JobNimbus.com. And we got CleverFox.online, our good old friend, buddy old pal, Benji McKinney, representing more than 40 fence companies on the fence in the World Wide Web. I was talking to him this week, man. I think he picked up a few more. We're going to have to start changing that to 50. Uh, He's helping them outfox the competition. Thank you, Benji. Yes, sir. And finally, Fence Track, the leader in steel privacy and horizontal fence systems. Fence Track is the strong option. It's also a great option for residential and commercial fence projects alike and comes with a 20 year warranty. Visit fencetrack.com, framing your imagination. Got that audio right tonight, Dano. I hear you, man. You're sounding good. Look, man, I'm going to read a review. Uh, I think a lot of us know James Blaisdell. Uh, he reads, Yeah. He puts, uh, Defense World needs this show. Powerful insights from the leaders within the industry. Dan and Cannon do a fantastic job sharing the information that once was hidden or out of reach for many fencers. I know my company would be in a different place if this was available 22 years ago. I embrace the emphasis of learning from our peers. Thank you, Dan and Cannon, for inspiring the industry with engaging topics that challenge us all. Yeah, man. Thank you, James. Yeah, thank you, James. That's, that's kind of powerful. Hey, James is a friend of mine, and he's coming to see me in about two weeks. So, James, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I'm going to ride the blue road now when you come, bro. Look who it is, Zach Payton himself, the man, the myth, the legend. How you doing, man? Good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about you, Cannon? You doing good? Yeah, man. This is what it feels like to to, to look at a freaking Mount Rushmore fence legend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the story's still being written, so I don't know about that. <laughs> so, hey, guys, Zach Payton, this is not his first time at My Fence Life, but it might be your first time at My Fence Life. Hey, Zach Payton, he's a regular around here. Let me give you the scoop. Zach is the founder, the president. What's your title, Zach? Both of those things. All of that stuff right there of Superior Fence and Rail. It's got to be the largest fence company in the United States of America. It's a franchise system. And right now, Superior Fence and Rail is having 86 locations in 30 different states. So there's not nobody that I know. They can talk about the economic situation in the fence industry better than Zach Payton. He's got the outlook. I mean, people are asking us all the time, hey, man, how's, how's the leads going? Is your phone ringing? Uh, what are you seeing in the supply chain? What, do you, what are you seeing uh, commodity prices, lumber going up, lumber going what's going What's going to happen? What about labor? Is labor pricing going to come down? Is labor going to be more available? I don't know all the answers to this, but I know the guy who probably knows all of those answers, and that's Zach Payton. So, Zach, welcome to the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I want to make sure we say it right up front that um, my, my crystal ball is, is broke as hell. So <laughs> any, anything and everything that I say is, is, you know, 
somewhat of an educated guess, but a lot of speculation. So that's fair. Yeah, that's I a can, fair. Uh, that's a fair disclaimer. It's, I can it's, appreciate it's, that. Yeah. I'm going to so, get a broke-ass crystal ball one of these days so I can have it on my desk just in case. <laughs> man, so what's that crystal ball telling us, man? What do you What do you think's going on? Are you seeing, man, it, you know— It's what, tough, right? Like, since June, you know, that's that's when the consumer confidence, uh, you know, reports started coming out at, you know, 50-year lows, and people started getting real worried about it. And it's, it's, it's sort of a surreal environment, right, because— you know, unemployment's still really low. People are getting paid better than they, you know, than they ever have. People can switch jobs freely. So it's sort of like, you know, you read the news um, or you watch the news more, more, more often than not people watch the news. Yeah. And you got to keep in mind these news, these news channels are selling ads and they want to keep you glued to that TV. So you'll watch the ads in between the newscasts where they're talking about the latest you know, economic indicator that's flashing doom. Um, but, you know, in my opinion, I think we're adjusting back to the reality of where we were in 2018, 2019, right? Um, I think our business skyrocketed with a lot of demand that was created during COVID uh, with people mm-hmm. sitting at home and getting those STEMI checks. Yes. You know, I yeah. think we all got a, got one or two of those and yeah. A lot of people did. My employees, I mean, some of my employees got, you know, stimulus checks that were five figures, hmm. you know. So wow. there was just a tremendous amount of money that was pumped into the economy um, that inflated everything. And we saw prices run up real quick. And so I don't know. I have I have mixed emotions when it comes to the correction, you know, because I do think we're going through a correction that that much is clear. If you want to call it a recession, go ahead. But we are correcting back to a world where we used to live in. And, um, I've always told people, um, when it comes to the correction, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it, Mm. you know, because I don't, I don't know about y'all, but you know, back in 2019, if I ordered a truckload of product, you know, damn it, if it didn't show up in like a week or two. (laughs) And you can can afford it. It's like, yeah, man, that's that's cool. I, I can get two of these. Yeah, <laughs> you get as much as you want, you know. Yeah, yeah I remember and I was you, buying one truck, and then for the price of one truck, I was only yeah, I was buying three trucks, and then it cost right. me the price of three trucks to buy one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so, so we, we've we've seen a cycle there. Like you know, used to you could go to Home Depot. And like, hey, I, I just need some boards, and boom, they got it. Then we went through a season where you go to Home Depot, and like, damn, they ain't got a they like literally the lumber department's empty. Like, they don't even have a board, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. you're looking everywhere, uh, up, down, lows, uh, across the state, uh, the next state over. You're looking everywhere, all the all the lumber distributors, all the everybody, in every same situation. So we went through that season. We got kind of stocked back up, and so I've not heard anybody to date say that we're correcting. But I'm I'm excited about that because Dan, I I remember telling you like, bro, if we we can survive this that the whole going and, and, and like nobody has it we don't know what it's going to cost it, it, it went from a four by four you know went from like six dollars to twenty dollars in like a three-week window it seemed yeah. like and you yeah. know i was like and, and we can even get it for twenty dollars i'll give you 23 if you give me one you know <laughs> I, I remember saying like if we can survive this season you know and get out of that and go back to what it was in 2019 just imagine how easy it will be after going through that to run our business, you know? No, I so that's, agree. So that's, that's good news, Zach. Yeah, so that's 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 sort of my feeling. Now, it's one thing to say I'm looking forward to that, but then, you know, as you correct down and, you know, demand dries up a little bit, um, yeah. it's it's different to be like, oh, yeah, okay, well, that also means that revenue is going to drop and, you know, okay, well, what do I do? Um, you know, Dan, I, I've been listening to do a couple of shows lately and he's been – he's been going through his expenses with a fine tooth comb mm-hmm. trying to figure out like, Whoa, hang on a second. What, mm-hmm. what the hell is, what, what did I just spend $300 a month on? And you know, what, what the hell is this? And why, why did we do this? And you know, it's, it's, um, I've been doing the same thing. You know, I'll get, I'll get, I'll, I'll scroll through our, our purchasing documents, um, locally and nationally. I'd be like, Hey, why do we do this? You know, this doesn't make any sense. Why did we do this? You know, um, because you, you have to be paying a whole lot more attention. You, you needed to during COVID. Um, but there were so many other things to, that were a problem. And, um, 
but you have to pay a lot more attention to things now, yeah. you know? So, um, so yeah, it's, it's one thing to say like, yeah, I'm looking forward to the correction. But then as you go through it, you're like, Oh, well, hang, well, hang on a second. You know, maybe I do want that overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I do want the phone ringing off the hook and I, you know, I can book as much business as I can sell and tighten up know, a little bit now. Well, yeah, yeah. Now we got to manage. Yeah. Got to manage responsibly. Yeah. I think, I think this correction that you're talking about, I think it's gonna, it's gonna weed out a lot of people. I'm already starting to see, you know, we have our online hiring form and I'm already starting to see people, you know, filling out applications. And they work for other fence companies, and their reason for leaving is work is slow. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we've had that too, Dan. And other 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 contractors and general painters and, and and roofing guys, like they've they've been trickling in here. You know, yeah, just cool. Um, thank you. Yeah, 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 we're okay with that. It's just, uh, yeah. So these fly by night fence guys, you know, that just popped up from the storm, and you know, they didn't they didn't uh, plan for rain. You know, right. Yep. So that's a that's a good that's a good analogy. They popped up during the storm, but they didn't plan for rain. You know, that's yeah. a damn man. It's kind of deep. It's real deep. They're, they're, Hold they're, on a second. I need to. The whole reason why to, they're here is because of rain. Meditate on that for a minute. That's <laughs> the, that's whole, the whole reason deep. why they're here is because of rain, and then yeah. they didn't plan for the next rain. Okay. You know, that's so there's, there's you know you got to be working, and and that's why we're so constant on marketing and and in the in the in the methods that we're doing things is because you have to plan <laughs> for these moments you know and yeah. like cutting your expenses down to the bone you know yep. i mean my my guy ron said hey uh the company's not buying your personal fuel anymore you need to pay for it yourself and i was like i don't like that i haven't paid for it Tank of gas well, in years. Hold on a second. Now. I know. I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know. And my son Dylan was like, wait a second, that was part of the deal when I came here. You know, it's a qualified business. Expense. <laughs> well, hold on now. you'd be amazed, that, man. That gas is tax deductible, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you know about that? <laughs> I called him the other day, and he's like, "What's going on, man?" I said, "I just want to have a tax deductible, uh, a tax deductible conversation." But um, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. Um, it's 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 important that you, that you plan for those things, you know. And you know, I started buying fuel, and I was like, "Oh shit!" You know, thank God I just go back and forth to work. I don't do a whole lot, but you know, my son runs around; he's paying for fuel now. But we wanted to figure out where what's the least our budget could be to run on to prepare for moments like either we're in or going to be in, or might not even be in. It might just be hype. Yeah, you know, right. Well, I think there's a lot of hype out there because when you when you really dig into the numbers, um, you know, the unemployment rate is still really low. Wages are rising. Um, you know, so I, I think that um, and and people still have a lot of money saved up. The, the savings rate is still historically high. So there's still a lot of money that people have in the bank that they saved up and they didn't spend during covid. Um, so. You know, there's still a housing shortage in a lot of markets, a lot, a lot of markets. I talked to a guy in Richmond. He's like, yeah, I want to move to Richmond. You know, I talked to the builders. They're still two years out on building, building a house, you know. Right. Locally, uh, one, of the, one, of the big, um, one of the big national guys uh, slowed down on, on how many houses they were building for a minute. And then after a month, maybe they started picking back up again. They're like, wait, you know, we've, we've, we've got to keep building houses. So, you know, home prices correcting. Like when I hear those numbers, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, great. Well, home prices are coming back down, but damn, you know, I bought my house four years ago and the price jumped up 40% over that time period. Yeah. Like I didn't believe that, you know, what Zillow was telling me my house was worth. I mean, I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's all good. You know? But can uh, it come down? Because people people bought five hundred thousand dollars houses that were worth two fifty a few years ago. I mean, well, yeah. if, if it comes down, what happens to those people? You know. Well, they're you know some people are going to get caught. You know, and and it's not because they're they're silly. You know, some people just needed to buy a house. You know, and they're going to stay there long enough, hopefully that they that they get out of it. But right. Um. But you know, people who have to have to sell their home for whatever reason in the next two or three years, if they bought it in the last year, you know, they're probably going to take a hit. 
Well, yeah, they're paying for the people that like you that have all the equity when mm-hmm. you sell the house. It's yeah. got to come from somewhere. It's got to come from somewhere. But so. yeah, I mean, I see a correction of the, the interest rates going back up on homes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's starting to level itself out. And if you haven't been through a leveling out or had a business that was thriving during a normal level period, then you're not yeah. going to know how to act. Mm. Right. You know? Right. And and yeah. Yeah. And some people grew too quickly and they don't know how to, you know, how to structure their business or, or even, you know, where to begin. And I think those folks will rotate back out and go back to, to wherever they came from. Um, you know, I mean, I remember, I don't Y'all know. Y'all are making me nervous over here. Well, well Dan, Dan, you were in business, you know, after the, after the recession, I noticed that locally that, you know, we went through that real severe downturn from 2009 to 2012. Um, but when things started picking back up again, there wasn't a whole lot of competition, even in a big market like Jacksonville, there wasn't a whole lot of competition no. around, you know, we, we started being able to pick up as much business as we wanted to, cause there was only a limited number of companies that were still in business after all that. So I don't think it'll be anywhere near like that this time around, but you know, there'll be some of that. There'll be a culling, you know? Yeah, there will be, a, um, you know, during that, thing. yeah, it is a good thing. Um, I mean, look, man, I, I've said this and, and Pepper tells me all the time. I don't think you should tell that story, but it's part of my story. During that recession is when the BP oil spill hit. And if it wouldn't have been for that BP oil spill, so let me rewind. It was a recession and the oil spill hit. So we are a big oil industry where we are. And on the North Shore is where all the oil people live. And that's my area, right? Because they're all, they all work in New Orleans and they live, in, uh, <clears throat> they live on the North Shore. They were canceling jobs. You know, I had back then I had six $10,000 aluminum jobs lined up. Oh, we're, we're canceling. We're not going to do it. We're going to hold on to our cash. We don't know what's going to happen. We're in the middle of a recession and the BP oil spill. They're cracking down. Boom, 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 right? Well, thankfully, we live on Lake Pontchartrain, and they ended up taking our zip code and making it part of the affected area. And I ended up getting a fat check from BP, which held me through mm. and brought me through because I wasn't prepared, man. Otherwise, Fence King wouldn't be here today. I'd be mm. working at a car wash. I don't know. You'd have bought a superior. Yeah, yeah. I would have hooked up with Zach State. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so so speaking of superior, Zach, you've got you've got some outlook here, man. I've had more than one person in the last few days here ask me about their phone ringing, and the verdict is the verdict that I'm hearing. The phone ain't ringing as much. What are you seeing in 30 states, 86 locations? Yeah, I mean, we you know. It's a, it's a pretty nuanced uh, view that I get because I see offices that have been in business for, you know, five years, some of them. Um, and then I see offices that are just opening their doors and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my general expectation is offices who were in business before this year, um, who maybe completed a full year in 2021, you know, I think they'll go flat or drop a little bit next year. Right. Mm-hmm. Over what they did this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of that may just be due to pri- like downward price pressure from product. Right. Because products it, like sea freight is is dropping like crazy. Um, suppliers who put in a lot more capacity to produce are now mm-hmm. producing to that capacity. And they're like, whoa, hang on a second. We got a bunch of crap in the yard. We got to get rid of it. So they're dropping prices. Um, and then, you know, the the commodity prices are coming down. Um, you know, lumber prices are dropping. Um, we've seen some downward pressure with aluminum and vinyl resin keeps dropping. Uh, we didn't get a hurricane to the Gulf coast this year. Thank God. So, you know, the resin manufacturers don't really have a good excuse to to do anything, but keep dropping their prices. So, you know, so, but, and, and, but the main thing is demand is going to be lower. And that's, that's, Um, that's what's driving the price drops, right? It's it's there's part less, of it. there's less demand for aluminum, therefore aluminum fence. Well, I mean, well, think about it like this: you know, at the peak of all the madness, 
to, to drop a container of anything into the United States was like $30,000, yeah. you know, whereas before COVID, that's it was an empty container. That's an empty container. Of well, yeah, you know, the, 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 the value <laughs> of the weird. contents didn't really change. Maybe the value of the contents went up like 10%. And so what was a $30,000, uh, container went up to $35,000, but then the, the cost of the freight to get it here went from 5,000 to $30,000. So that put a lot of upward price pressure on everything because then when the importers started, you know, having to yank their prices up, the domestic guys were like, mm-hmm. well, hang on a second. You know, our, our our prices are going up too, you know, so and their prices were, but not in line. So I, I, I think that um, sea freight will have a big, you know, a big impact on prices going down. Well, think about pressure treated pickets, right? Most of the pressure treated pickets in this country come from Brazil. Right. And they and they come in by ocean freight in yeah. containers, um, so you'll start seeing the price of pressure treated pickets um, drop back down uh, to where they were before COVID. I don't know. I think we're going to land about twenty, you know, fifteen twenty percent higher than we were pre COVID with prices across the board. How long it takes to get there by each segment is going to be a little bit different. But that's that's kind of my my guess. You know, man, I remember when I was buying. Pressure treated pine pickets for eighty nine cents. Eighty nine cents. Seventy nine, eighty nine cents. What year was that, Nana? Uh, that was early two thousands. <laughs> I mean, I had a deal for a while where I was getting them for a buck eighteen. Wow. You know, in into the middle of this last decade, um, and that was a that was a really good deal. Um, and you know, the best price I've seen lately. Is a buck ninety three on a five eighths five and a half board, and not an imported product. It's yeah. a domestic product. Yeah, I've been buying domestic uh, pressure treated pine. They're thicker. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're inline treated, actually, and um, mm-hmm. I think I'm paying like one ninety eight or two hundred four or something like that. Yeah, and the domestic stuff, you know, when you really get into it, and you look at you look at a board from Brazil, and you look at one from Mississippi or Michigan or wherever, uh-huh. um, you know. You can count the rings. I, I looked at four bundles on a truckload that, that came into to my office uh, yesterday or the day before. And I looked at the ends. I always go to the ends of each bundle, mm-hmm. right? And I look at them and I look for splits, right? Mm, yep. The domestic stuff, there wasn't a single split on four bundles, not right. one single split split on four bundles, and I'm <laughs> and I'm just happy that I can walk into my office and appreciate something <laughs> like that. Still, I'm like, oh man, look at that. That's great. You know, not a single split. <laughs> man, you know? those domestic um, boards are, are dope. Man, they're thicker. Yeah, they are. They're nice. They're, they're uh, laser cut. They go together. Like what are y'all? What are y'all, what are y'all using? Do you mind sharing the, the no, name? We, we're not sharing. He already dropped the nugget already. He already said where they were coming from. <laughs> yeah. Is it the Slick Cut Color Pro? Uh, it, yeah, I think it's exactly. the same. I think that, that, that's, that's, that. that's a domestic. That's a domestic. I product. think it's the Color same. I would, say, good. I would say Michigan, but I think I think some of it's coming out of the, out of the southern parts of Canada. If I'm, but maybe not. No, that Color Pro is um is coming out of Mississippi. Uh, yeah, it, Pine, yeah, Pine River they, Group. Yeah, but the red the red pine itself, the tree, the tree is is not coming out of Mississippi. No, 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 Mississippi. So, so Pine River Group has plants in Mississippi and, and Michigan. The, the, the stuff coming out of Michigan is, is Northern red. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, the, the stuff coming out of Mississippi is Southern yellow, but it's domestic Southern yellow pine. You know, when they said, yeah. when they sent Southern yellow pine trees to Brazil, those things grow in like three, three or four years in that environment. And then they cut them and harvest them. And the only thing they're good for is fence boards. Huh. Cheap fence boards, and they're not good for that, really, are they? No, I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> man. But these ones at the Pine River Group's got a great. My guys complain they're a little like, heavier, but like man, it. they are. They put out a nice fence. Nice. Yes, yeah, so that, that's a, that's a golden nugget, guys. Select Cut Color Pro Pine River fence boards. Dan's using them. Cannon's using them. Zach told me about them, so I know Zach is a, has at least used them. So. Yeah. Uh, don't but don't go drive the price up. Some of y'all get them. Most of y'all don't. Don't don't jump it up. We don't we don't use the Color Pro. We just use a straight inline treated, and yeah. um, and I love them, man. Hey, let's take a moment here. Let's catch up. We got some people watching. Can we do that right now? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Cool. So hey, we got Joseph Rivers here. Joseph Zach Joseph is here every single week. He's always the first one to comment. Every like, week. He is 
faithful, man. Like he is my guy. Yeah, Caleb Roth. Caleb Roth from Experts saying and said, Hey, good evening to you, Caleb. He says, Good evening, fellas. What's up, um, man? Yeah, Benji McKinney, Clever Fox Media. Uh Susan K. Worley from Southwest Automated Security. Susan, listen, I want to tell you something. I, Dan, should I show this sign? Yeah. For those of you who can see the video of this, Zach, tell me this ain't cool. Dan and I both got this in the yeah. other day. There you go. engraved, My Fence Life, powered by Southwest Automated Security. Super thick. It's a solid piece of wood. I'll make, I'll make you one out of metal. Go ahead. Yeah, make me one. Send me one. So. We got a we got a we got a metal shop. I'll make you one. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Man, we no. both got one of those. It's uh they did it with food mineral oil, so you can use it as a cutting board if you want. But it's gonna be I in my office, that's bro. What it was. It's, it that's is what it was. I mean that suck is what, inch and a half, two inches thick? It's thick, man. Dude, I was what is impressed. that procedure you think, man? I don't I know what it is, man. But Jeff Goodwin of uh the president of uh SAS had his son make those. He's a branch manager down in Dallas. He made those for us. Pretty dope, man. But anyway, yeah, awesome. thank you, Susan K. Hey, Worley and SAS. We got one of Superior's guys here. Is Josh Johnson in the house? You know that name, Zach? Yeah, Josh is our. Uh, Josh is the main man at Superior. He's out there getting stuff done. He's one of our uh, uh, currently one of our uh, field support consultants. So when we open a new office, Josh takes them from you know being freshly trained and anointed and actually helps him get stuff done. So Awesome. Well, hey, Josh, thanks he's, for... Uh, he's damn good at it, too, by the way. Hey, Josh, you're damn good, bro, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, glad to have you here. We got Jeremy Viet. He's here pretty regularly. He's Fencing Unlimited. He's on the he's on the Gulf Coast. He's in uh, Foley, Alabama, Mark, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Benji McKinney here again. Um Oh, Benji's calling me out, Dan, because I had Swamp Butt in your name earlier. It said, I saw that. Swamp Butt. I saw uh, that. I, man. I don't, now it just says Dan. I'm, I, I put it on there playing earlier, and I meant to change it. Hey, we got Terry Batto with us. What's up, Terry Batto Jr.? He says, what's up, fellas? Fence King. And he says he also – say it. So that's my Fence King boy right there. Terry's my man. Hey, he's, what's he got, a girlfriend now? I have, I'm not used to seeing uh, he females. He does, man, and his girlfriend sings, and she's uh, pretty awesome. What's he drinking, Dan? Uh, he's drinking a Beta Boot. It's a, a local beer. Nice. So, good stuff. Kobe Beerman, he's with us tonight as well. He's a northern cat. I saw him post on Facebook today. He's going to be pushing snow here in a couple of months. He's drinking Barrel Strength Bourbon. Bullet. Bullet Bourbon. Uh, Joseph Rivers, he's drinking Dr. Pepper and Regret. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got is that George or Jorge? I'm not sure how you say that. He's drinking uh, cerveza. Cerveza. Yeah, he's drinking That's cerveza. Cerveza is beer. Yeah, yeah. Michele, that, might, that might be the way you say Michelob in Spanish. Maybe. It might be, man. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Benji McKinney said he's sipping on some sweet pecan praline whiskey and smoking uh, something. Praline. Yeah, Jeff Kephart with us tonight. What's up, Fence fam? What's up, Jeff Kephart? We got Mark Kinsler tonight. He says, what's up, Fence fam? Making the world a better place, one quality fence install at a time. Good job. Good good for you, Mark. I like that. Yeah, me too. Zach, I know you're a big, 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 big outfit, big name, and and, and uh, but I know this about you, and me too. I, I still appreciate the guy that's just trying to do a damn good job, man. That's important to us, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, look, there's there's the guys out there hustling, yeah, and uh, and doing the right thing, and you know that that's good for everybody. No. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. Uh, Kenny Dugan, he's uh, he's a slow down boys. I hadn't got the grill warmed up yet. Uh, Kenny Dugan, that's the stain man. If you don't know who he is, Zach, he's he's a he's a world of knowledge. If you got a question about stain him, uh, him and Kayla Roth both, man. I mean. They know the answer. They're like the the holy grail to stain the two of those guys together. Oh yeah. Um, hey, Benji suggested Dan that we put that quote on a t shirt. Uh, what did you say earlier about the rain, the storm? I don't know, man. So much goodness just pours out of me. I can't keep up. With it. <laughs> the, the, they the, come. They the come wisdom. for the storm and they prepare for the rain. <laughs> that's right. The wisdom, oh, man. Wow. You see the gray in his beard. That's wisdom. <laughs> 
Uh, who else we got? We got a lot of comments tonight. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We got David Gatto. He's uh, saying kudos to Zach. Zach's a great guy, always willing to help. And I would agree with that. Uh, who else here? We got Cameron Root. He's saying soon. I don't know what that means. But, hey, Cameron, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate that. Cameron yeah, used to yeah. work with us in, in Jacksonville, and then he left okay. for a while. And Josh Josh trolled him a little bit on there and said, come back. And he said, soon. That's what that means. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Is he welcome back, Zach? He's welcome back. You know, awesome. I, I, you know, I had somebody tell me on Monday they were leaving me. And I said, okay, well, you're welcome back anytime. You know? Come on. Come on home, Cameron. Come on home. Uh, we got Danny Newthack. He's he's from Howdy Neighbor Fence Company. Hey, Danny, thank you for joining in. Howdy Neighbor. I like it. We got uh, Ali Amagani. Hey, Zach. Uh, met you when I was at with Beta Fence. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got Jeff Sorensen. Um, Hickson. He's, that's a lumber name. That's a, that's a pressure-treated pine name, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Stay lumber. away from Hickson. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Not only does it not do Whoa. good, it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. Rough. Uh, I never heard of Hickson. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 pretty prominent here. Um, uh, who else we got here, guys? We got Joseph. We got Matt Ludeman, first time listener, but not the last. Hey, Matt, thank you, man. Welcome to yeah. the party, guys. Hey, cheers, cheers. Matt, right Matt, Matt Ludeman, remember that name? He's a he's a he's going to be a baller in the fence industry. He just really? up, he just opened up with us in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I won't tell you what they did in sales in their first month, but it is phenomenal. Very impressive. I was gonna, I was gonna drop an f bomb there, but I, <laughs> I didn't. It's okay. <laughs> it did, you, did you watch the Dan Williams show? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow! <laughs> but uh, he, uh, yeah, Matt, uh, you know, partnered up with our with our guys in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and uh, he he is doing phenomenal, and uh, was. I think, and I'm going to go ahead and say, I, I think this is true. Um, our first franchisee to make money in their first month, uh, their first full month of installing fans. Wow. Um, so he is, uh, he's very serious, very motivated, um, and, and, and really damn good. Um, I, I need more guys like Matt in the system. So I'm glad Matt's on tonight. Hey, Matt, it's nice and warm down here in Louisiana, New Orleans. Come on down, baby. Get away from Michigan. <laughs> Nobody wants to push snow all winter. <laughs> hey talking about powerhouse fence guys we got cory barnes with us cory barnes belongs here this is his house so cory man thanks for tuning in he says that sign is phenomenal and cory i freaking agree yeah, that's I one of the greatest too. look gifts i've ever got man i was really excited to open that box so zach if you want to make us a metal sign and send it feel free bring it bro. i'm i'm gonna work on that we got a <laughs> we got a we got a plasma cut machine at the uh at the metal shop so Dan, send him the logo. I will, man. Hey, you know what I wanted to say while we got, we're running through here? Um, yep. Y'all don't forget to go to uh, the link in our description. Get your yard signs cheap. Um, there's a lot of information down there in that link. Find out calendar events for Stain and Seal University, FWA stuff, promo codes. Y'all hit, those, uh, hit that link up and scroll through. Those yard signs are really, really working for uh, the Fence King right now. That's a good one. I like that, Dano. Uh, UZ, what is it? What is it? Does it matter? Us? It doesn't matter. Just go to our link and scroll down where it says yard signs. Click it and rock and roll, man. I'm telling you, we're getting calls every day on those signs in neighborhoods that uh, we don't normally do a lot of work in. People are seeing the signs and calling. We're tracking it. Hey, speaking of great things, Dan, I love I love the sign game, but great things here. The man, the myth, the legend, Jeff Goodwin of Southwest Automated Security. And I think Mr. Jeff had something to do with that sign, Jeff. And I appreciate it. I opened this day and a little tear came out of my eye. And I, I ran into the office and I showed everybody, look at what I got, look at what I got, look at what I got. And anyways, thank you. I, that's really one of the cool, I'm not, I'm not just saying, that's one of the coolest things I've ever been just given randomly. Man, when I, opened, when I opened mine up, Dylan said, uh, man, why he sent you that? I said, I think he feels bad because, uh, he was in the emergency room, and I was giving him a hard time, and he he did something, and I was like, "Oh, he's apologizing." <laughs> oh no! Man. I don't want to say what it. he did. It's 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 minuscule, but it was funny. Hey, we got Mister Fence Academy, most likely Sean King himself. He says he's in the house drinking small 
batch bourbon whiskey 1620. Uh, Zach, you and Sean got a strong relationship uh, out here in the fence world. We do. We do. Sean and I have been working together. Um, you know, Sean and I should have known each other a long time before 2018, but I think that was the first year that we met. It might have been 2019, when whenever they went down to uh, Florida. Um, that That's when I met Sean. And um, he invited me to Evansville, and I invited him to Jacksonville. And it's like we were cousins in the fence business because our, our businesses operated so similarly. So um, we've been working with them a lot over the last uh, – I'd say more so over the last year, and then moving forward, we'll be working with them a whole lot. And I'll let I'll let Sean break the news. So <laughs> I tell you what, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just had a flashback to the first time I met or realized who Zach Payton was, and it was on a phone call with Cannon. Yep. Cannon, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yep. You're like, who's so, this guy? <laughs> so what happened was, this is a great story, man. What had happened was. Oh, I'm going to tell the story. So what had happened was Cannon rode around in his pickup truck, and this was back in the days before Cannon was the size he is now. And he's like, video. Mean, the, wait. No, I'm talking about the size of your business. <laughs> <laughs> so, in front of Zach Payton, it's like, ah. Yeah, he was riding around in his yard with his phone hanging out the window of his truck going, yeah, and this is where we keep our chain link, and this is where we do this. Oh, and, yeah. And Zach commented, and he's like, hey. Oh, I remember this shit. You, uh, you're not utilizing your yard like you should. Uh, it's too spread out. I'm going to go ahead and show you what my yard looks like in the morning to give you an idea how to set it up. <clears throat> well, Cannon texts me, and he's like, who's this Zach Payton guy? <laughs> so I literally was like, I don't know. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck that, <laughs> like, yeah, fuck that guy. That. You know? I remember that. So the next morning. The next morning. But then the next morning, what happened? The next morning, been- Zach goes live. And I get a phone call from Cannon. Holy shit. <laughs> Did you see his yard? <laughs> who's, who's that fucking guy? <laughs> then it went from fuck that guy to who is that fucking guy? Yeah. <laughs> it was great, man. <laughs> you pulled up and you got like That's a gate funny, operator in your yard. And you got like an acre with nothing but trucks and trailers stacked up and containers and vinyl. And they're parking outside. Them. They're parking outside the property because they didn't fill it all up. They said that they had to park across yeah. the road. <laughs> he, he had more aluminum and vinyl than I've seen in my entire life. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was like, Cannon, he, that- video. he had to walk by like 17 freaking civilian cars to get to the damn lot. You know, <laughs> it was awesome. Awesome man, Cannon was like, "Who is this guy?" Do you like, know that story, Zach? Yeah, no, no, no. I remember it. I remember it well. Yeah, that was. Awesome. He's like, "Man, your shit's too spread." I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> you tell me what I got going on. I have brought it in. Tell story. me what I know. <laughs> it was it was, it was right, great. So, uh, so hey, Sean King, you got some breaking news to to deliver, according to Zach. So, hey, we got Roscoe J. Woods with us tonight. Blessings from Kentucky. That's my northern neighbor. PatriotFencePro.com. Thanks for dropping that link in there, Roscoe. But thank you for tuning in. More importantly, uh, who else? We got Patriot Fence Company LLC is what he calls it. Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. Hey, that's my boy right there, BJ. This is Dan. Where's the crawfish? Hey, look, BJ, I'm a brag on this joker. He is the freaking king of gates around West Tennessee. He works for us. I'm so glad he's here. And, like, my goal is to never let him go. You ever have people like that? Like, damn, I can't lose this guy. You ever have those people? Yeah, ben, he's, a, he's a good guy, man. I met him I might in be Baton showing Rouge. All my cards. Yeah, I need BJ. I met him in Baton Rouge when he was at um, gate operator school, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I so I can recruit VJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Give him a shout. He's on a, a non-compete. <laughs> <laughs> Are we Uh-oh, dropping that news tonight? Says, Are we dropping the news tonight? Hell, I think that needs an entire show. Well, we'll save it for another show then. So <sighs> right, we can book that. Right. We got we got an opening in two weeks. Let's make it happen. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> we can drop it here. We can drop it here. Yeah, All right. Here. So let's get back. Let's get back to the recession, man. So so the news, you turn it on and everybody's talking about recession. The prime interest rate is like seven something percent right now. The the the, the 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 feds are driving the interest rates up, trying to cool the market down, and it appears to be working. It appears to be working. But everybody is is in the same boat, guys. We're all here. Um Zach, you know, he's been in business a long time. Dan's been in business since nineteen ninety nine. They've seen they've seen markets come up, they've seen markets go down. Guys, this is survivable, you know. What you're feeling, what you're what you're seeing, I don't think you have a reason to be alarmed. It's time to manage your business, it's time to sharpen up. But let me ask you this, Zach. What are you seeing from a competitive standpoint? Like what what do competitors typically what's the behavior turn into in times like this, do you do you see do you see people drop out? Do you see people get real aggressive on price? Do you see people start kind of dogging? What do you what do you see happen? What what should we how do how do we protect ourselves? Well, you know, I've I've seen um, even locally people get a lot more aggressive on price, mm-hmm. and then that's what I hear a lot of. Um, you know, from you know, because I, I meet with our franchisees um, individually. Um, once a month if they, if they want to, if they, if they want, if they want to, you know, meet with me and get a coaching session, they can, they can sign up and, and get it. And, and I hear a lot of that. Um, and I hear a lot more of it lately. Um, so I, I think that as demand slows down and guys' schedules dries up, they're like, Oh no, I need to keep my guys busy, you know? And so, you know, and then, and then prices on, product is dropping right so you know vinyl prices have come down lately lumber prices have dropped uh not as much as the lumber futures or the 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 lumber price index would 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 show you that it it, it's dropped but lumber prices have dropped and um you know in in a lot of markets we're trying to you know just go back to a normal course of business um and and just start address adjusting our prices, you know, you know, maybe instead of adjusting them every freaking day when a vendor calls us and says, yeah. like, Hey, prices are going up 20%. What a headache. You didn't yeah. know what the, you didn't know what the sell shit for. <clears throat> right. Well, I don't know. What's the, Hey, can what's fans going for? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what it is today? <laughs> um, you know, so we're just trying to, we're trying to be a little bit more consistent with our, with our pricing approach and just say, okay, well, yeah, yeah, prices have dropped, but we're just going to hang on to it for a second, um, and uh, you know, and not not be so knee jerky when prices yeah, change. Sure. And then you know, we'll probably do a big adjustment, you know, towards the end of the year or early into you know before the season hits. We'll probably take a look at it and say, okay, this is this is really what it needs to be. Yeah. But that'll give time for things to settle out, and you know, and then, but but a lot of guys. Um, aren't doing that they're like okay well well things are cheaper now i'm gonna i'm gonna quote things cheaper you know at at whatever the cost is right now and i i just you know we haven't been playing that game as much um maybe as much as we ought to i don't know maybe we ought to be playing that game and and adjusting downward as quickly as we we adjusted upward but yeah um, i I mean i personally i've been seeing a lot more guys sponsor posts on facebook and I'm seeing a lot more of those posts reading, we'll beat anybody's price, best price in town. Um, yeah. You know, you start seeing those kind of things. And you do start seeing more guys, um, you know, work slowing down. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you got people coming out of the woodworks that are uh, are now fence guys again. Yeah. So you start coming up against that, and then when they don't have the overhead like I do or Canon does or Zach does, they obviously can do things cheaper. But the problem is is the quality is not there. The uh, the science behind building fence isn't there. You know, it's a fence, but is it going to last? And is it built correctly? So I can tell you this, not to cut you off, but it does – to, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what Jackson Fence experiences. We're, I'm doing my damn best not to adjust prices. You know, I don't. I, that's that's like the last thing I want to do. You know, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's a tool to speed it up. It's a tool to slow it down. You know, um, but I, 
you know, I don't want to adjust prices. Well, but I will say you're going to have we'll, to eventually, you know, I, I mean, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. And I, I can tell you what I see because I'm not doing it properly. It, it, it It's becoming more difficult to fill a schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, 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 that's the, that's the, the writing on the wall. Like, hey man, how do you fill the schedule? You know, the phone's still ringing here, you know? Well, we're going to eventually have to get a little bit more aggressive on our price and give give some of that up, you know. But I'm going to ride it out to the damn end. I promise you that, you know. But this is what I can say. Because um, here's the other thing that I've noticed here at Jackson Fence. And, Dan, you and I were talking about this yesterday. And we kind of hit on it earlier in this episode. If I go back six months, if I go back 12 months, I'm putting job ads out on Facebook on Indeed, here and there. Uh-huh. And like, I remember, like, literally nobody responds. Nobody, you know? And if they responded they or showed up for the interview. Yeah. Right. And, like, if they were showed up for the interview, right? And then mm-hmm. if they accepted it, you know, you're getting narrower and narrower. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then if they showed up to work, it's yeah. like, you know, they knew they didn't have to be there that they could pull unemployment or whatever. So yeah, I think that, I think that all peaked out in July of last year. That was like, it was just like just pure nonsense. You're like, wait, what is happening right now? Yeah, it was. Yes. And I don't, I don't know if this is an early, too early outlook right here, but like in the last week, I've had five people walk into the office in the last two weeks, probably eight or nine people walk in off the streets. They, they, they've seen our ads. They, they, they've seen, we've got various places around town where we're, we've got, things up there. Hey, Jack Spence hiring, hiring, you know, and they've been up for a while, stagnant, you know, uh-huh. and just as a reason, people are showing up to the door and they're kind of quality people. I'm like, damn, you know, these we, are guys that, 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 that have been out in the field. They've been out working. They've been out doing stuff. And like, I want these people, but on the contrary, I just, I just got done saying, it's getting harder to fill the schedule. So it's like, damn, how do you bring in, you know, it's, it's backwards, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the jobs are, are not well, as, not as. Well, every, everybody's got folks working with them that they, that they have, be, and they feel like they're beholden to them. Yeah. And, and they put up with a certain level of nonsense. Even right? more like, so the last year or like, two. Yeah. This guy doesn't yeah. show up on time. We're retraining our entire company. Uh, the, the corporate location in Jacksonville, we're retraining, every single installer. Um, and then whenever somebody, when we hire somebody on, we're not going to let them start without going through training. Mm-hmm. And, and part of that is just, you know, to improve morale because we've had, <laughs> we've gone through such a long period of time where we just had to bring people in off the street and say, Hey, you don't know anything about anything, but go install fence. It's literally the only position in our company where we'll do that. You yeah. know, we won't do it with sales. We won't do it with management. We won't do it with office folks. We won't do it with any other any other aspect of the company except for installs because we're just so hard up for finding people who want to go out there and do the work. So right. we're, uh, we're, 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 we're turning that corner, but the only reason we're able to turn that corner is what you're describing, Cannon, is we actually have folks who are coming in off the street. You know, when we post an, a job ad, people apply to it. So things are shifting a little bit, especially in construction. You know, and that's, and that's the positive as, as others fall off. We, st- if, if we manage correctly, and 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 what's it the word smartly? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say that. You know, manage safely, smartly, with a with maybe a hint of aggressiveness, perhaps. You know, we can come through this with a maybe a less one less, two less, three less competitors. You know, a better internal team as a result. You know, so that's that's what I'm positive. I'm like, man, this is exciting. You know, yeah, time like this can make you stronger. But it's but it's hard to fill up your schedule, and that's not exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. See. So it's a. It's a. It's a. It's. It. It goes both ways. You know. Yep. But this is the time where where we go through some shit. You know. And and we really find out who we are. We build our team up, and we get ready for the next best opportunity. And when that opportunity comes around, we're ready to pounce. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, how, but how do you? You know, you got to navigate your business. You got to stay ready. You got to be. Mm, it's a lot, man. It's deep. You it's know, exciting. I don't. Exciting. I don't really want to go backwards in the conversation, but y'all mentioned about you know, not raising your prices. Well, one way to make more margin is to lower your expenses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, instead of raising your prices or lowering your price, whatever, lower your overhead, your expenses, and then maybe your price might come down because you're working off a of margin. 
Yeah. yeah. No, some of our most profitable offices have a, a lower – they're on the lower end of the, the, uh, the gross profit margin. Yeah, you know? I mean if you're working on – I'm just going to throw a number out there, 50% you know, margin. Well, if you lower your, your uh, expenses by 10% and you still work off of a 50% margin, mm-hmm. you just lowered your price but you're still making the same amount of margin. Right. You know, so um, it's it's a uh, it's one way to do it to lower yeah. your price. I didn't want to go backwards, but I just I've been holding on to that to say. Your no, expenses it's true. Are you have you you got to know your numbers. You got to know you know what your volume's at. You got to know you know what your fixed fixed overhead is. You know you got to know what your gross profit is, and then you got to do math, right? If you're doing a hundred thousand dollars a month. You know, and that produces $40,000 a month in gross profit. You're like, okay, well, that's good. If your expenses are $40,000 a month, that's not good. Exactly. You know, but if your expenses are $20,000 a month, well, that's damn good, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's all, it's all relative. It really is, man. And, and data is everything. And that's something that, uh, you know, Sean King taught me Mm -hmm. data, 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 track. If it's, if it's important, it's worth tracking. Yeah, that's right. period. You know, so and it's, if it's worth tracking, it's worth improving too, right? So. Exactly. It's it's a big hey, circle, man. Can we pick up this comment from Jeff? We got a good comment here. I <clears throat> yeah, what we got? So Jeff Sorensen chimes in. He says, "This is when it's a great. I've lost it. <laughs> this is when it's <laughs> oh great not to be a one trick pony. Residential is down. Custom fab access control or commercial picks up the slack." Your ability to install almost any type of fence and be really good at it sets you apart from most companies. When this is over, we will have gained more market share, guaranteed. Yeah, Hmm. that's a good point. Um, You know, we, we, uh, you know, let me speak just about Jacksonville right now for a moment. You know, we were, have historically been 90% residential, just like Cannon was talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, and over the past two or three years, we've we've shifted out of that um, because we saw a decrease in that business from 2018 to 2019. Right, we had two back-to-back years of hurricanes that pushed pushed the market way up, and then we and then we it adjusted down in 2019. Now we made more money that year yeah. um, because we were smarter about the way that we structured the company. We we made way more money in 2019 than we did in 2018 off of a lower revenue number, um, but it also made us realize, like, okay, well, you know, a we're kind of bored because we're a bit less busy than we were last year, so we've got more bandwidth to do more with, um, and then b it's like, okay, well, we don't want to see any further decline, um, and we don't want to be too sensitive to what happens. So that was the year that we started into access control. Um, we got really serious about doing commercial work. Uh, last year, we opened our metal fab shop. So, it, you know, when I'm reading Jeff's comment, it's, it's, it's you know, I, I'm like, yes, yes, exactly that. Exactly Whoa. what he's saying, because we see our path to, to growth. And I don't have shit. I don't want to say it out loud. But, you know, going to 15 or 20 times the population, you know, uh, in revenue by by having a truly diversified business and not being like, Oh, well, you know, we started in residential, but then we got into commercial cause there's less headaches and less overhead. And, but no, just being truly diversified and saying, mm-hmm. okay, a certain, a certain percentage of our business is going to be, you know, residential, a certain percentage of our business is going to be commercial. Um, and then a certain percentage is going to be metal fabrication. There's, there's metal fabricators in Jacksonville that are, that are bigger than me right now. They're bigger than me, not like locally, you know, um, they're running eight figure businesses and, and just metal fat. So we, mm. we see a huge opportunity there. Well, you know, you mentioned, uh, two storms, two years in a row, <clears throat> that's going to force you out of residential. When you have two hurricanes hit two years in a row, mm-hmm. every goddamn residential fence has been replaced. You don't oh, yeah. have a choice. Yeah, no, I mean, the market dropped. I mean, we, we dropped about. I don't know how much we dropped um, revenue wise, maybe like five, 10%, but we, we dropped in revenue and that was, you know, locally here, I've made the, the fast 50 
fastest, the 50 fastest growing companies in Jacksonville. I've made that list over and over again because we've booked 30, 40% growth rates um, almost since I got started. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first year that we declined in revenue. Um, and I, it was a wake up call for sure. Even though we made more money, it was still a wake up call. Kind of forced you to diversify. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a good thing. And the, yeah. the best thing about it was I would, I had, I had diverted my attention at that point and was doing something different with the franchising operation. And, um, as the owner of the business, the, 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 that is the, the proudest accomplishment that, that I have, that I really can't even claim is that my team did that. I put Hmm. a team together that, that recognized that there was a problem and then came up with this really great solution to solve it. Um, you know, without, without me being the one to have to drive that. And, it, and, and I realized at that point, I was like, okay, I, I think I can honestly say to myself that I created a business, um, and not a job for myself that I just sit here and own. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a business owner, but I work my, you know, I work harder than anybody else in the business. At that point I realized like, okay, I, I think I, I really accomplished something because, you know, the, like the metal fabrication, the commercial operations side of our business is stuff that's a little bit still foreign to me right now um, because I'm not the one who's driving that. But I, I put people in place. I gave them the right incentives. Um, we got the right people in place, um, and, and they did that. You know, yeah. that, 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 I, I think that's, that's really cool. And out of all the things that I've done, that's, that's you know, probably one of the top things that I sit back and I think about. And I'm like, well, that's, that's probably one of my biggest accomplishments, and it's not really something I did. Man, that's right off the uh, good to great book, you know, mm-hmm. having the right people on the bus, but not only having the right people on the bus, but having the right people on the bus in the right seats. Yep. And look, you might have the right person on the bus or just in the wrong seat. You got to move, move them around. Yep. yep. Zach, I just realized I had your name spelled wrong. I'm sorry. A, you don't even have my last name. People aren't even gonna know who I am. You can call me Swamp Butt. It's pretty. It's <laughs> it's pretty humid out here on my back porch right now. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, hate, I I love Florida. I love Jacksonville. But like uh, the like my my biggest pet peeve is like it's gonna be Halloween on Monday, and I'm gonna be hot on Halloween, and it just it just drives me nuts, man. Where'd you grow up, Zach? Uh, in East Texas, and it, 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 was, it was hot there, right? Uh, not as not as hot as here. I don't know, we're coastal here. It we're not as get, humid. You know, and it, that was you know forty years ago before global warming. <laughs> yeah, Mississippi River is drying up. So, Mississippi River is drying up, guys. <laughs> the, yeah. the USS hey. Kid, I think, is in Baton Rouge, is literally <laughs> sitting on a sandbar right now. The river's so low. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. Hey Zach, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us, man. Yeah, and it man. sounds like we might have a uh, a special episode coming up in two weeks with Sean King and, and Zach Payton. If you guys got something you want to talk about, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. we can. We two can weeks, that. not this week, but next we can make it happen. We got an opening. Yeah. Damn, that's a real fast turnaround. Hey, next week I'm going to be on the road at uh, Arlington, Texas, AFA University. So, guys, I will be tuning in from from from. Arlington, Texas. I'm not sure how that'll go, but Dan, I got to remember to pack my headset. That's that's critical. So wait, 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 wait. When, when are you going to be there? Next week. Next week. Yeah. All right. We got to look at that, man, because I'm going to be at the Stain and Seal University in a week or two. We might both okay. be on the road. You don't know when you're going? No, I don't know, man. I just it's, Dylan it's just tells me what to do. I just work here. Uh, the Stain and Seal's second week in November. Second week of November, it's over at uh, Ozark Fence Supply. Look at Zach knowing his shit. Boy, I like oh, it. Oh, hey, look, look, we got a whole thing uh, going on with with stain and fences right now. Not yeah. not nationwide, but in a, in a select market. I'll let everybody guess which one it is. If you know, if you know, if you know the Texas markets, you guess which one it is real quick. But oh uh, yeah, that's a big deal know, we, in Texas. We, yeah, we see a big opportunity in DFW for for stain and fences. So we got to nice. got to do our diligence and figure it out. So yeah, we're that's gonna what go we're to, doing. We're going to go to school. Expert stain and seal. I love yeah. this stuff, man. Mm-hmm. No back brush. Guys can't mess it up. Easy to clean up. Really good stuff, man. And 
every time you call, somebody answers the phone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Can't beat it. Well, look, man, it was great talking to you, Zach. Appreciate yeah. you being on. Look, I'm going to give you a shout during the week. We're going to line up you and Sean King. We'll get a foursome up here. It'll be like a uh, like a golf game. We'll see who can uh, hit the ball the, yeah, we the furthest. We're going to have four. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you all in a couple weeks, okay? All right, yeah. fellas. Thanks right, for having me. Hey, no problem. Hey, guys, tonight, uh, tonight we, we've learned about about the economy. We, we, get, we learned from Zach Payton from Superior Fence and Rail. 30 states he's operating – fence companies in he knows he has a, he has a better outlet than us but what we learned from zach was we may not be going into a recession so much as we are going into a uh, a cool down or what do you call it now? correction a, reset? a, a correction, uh, a, a correction. I, I like that word a lot now he also gave us a disclaimer at early in the show that he was coming to us uh and he's looking at this through a broken crystal ball so you know <laughs> it is what it is but He's got he's got some some locations under under his belt. Uh, the call log it, it is less. Uh, the competition it is steeper. Um, Lumber is more affordable. Uh, sea freight is, is is more affordable. So things are looking good for the fence company companies out here. If if, yes, if you manage your business well, um, when, as this correction matures and, and and we travel through this, uh, we could all see a lot of a lot of positive growth, and we could all be. Uh, a lot stronger on the other side of this. So a uh, lot to look forward to. Dano, you got anything to leave us with? Yeah, I see uh, Susan K. World is still watching. Hey, girl, I've had a few too many bourbons. I need a ride home. Somebody give me a drive. I need a ride. <laughs> hey, don't don't drink. <laughs> don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. All right, whatever, guys. I'm out. See you. Thanks. All right, man. Later. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hinge. And Benji with CleverFox.online. Helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Mm-hmm.